If you are familiar with Greek mythology, you've probably heard the story of Narcissus. There are several different versions of the story of Narcissus. Perhaps the most common version is the one told by Ovid. Now, I'm not trying to impress anyone because I've never been into Greek mythology. And if any of my former teachers are here, uh, they would not be impressed because they would know that uh, I didn't do well in English class either, <laughs> English in that literature class. But the myth goes like this. Narcissus was a hunter. He was a very handsome young man, and many women fell in love with him. However, he only showed them disdain and contempt. And one day, while he was hunting in the woods, the Oread nymph named Echo, nymphs in mythology, Greek mythology, were female divinities. So Echo spotted him, and she immediately fell for him. And when Narcissus sensed that someone was following him, Echo eventually revealed herself, and she tried to embrace him, but Narcissus rejected her. So Echo, in despair, roamed around the woods for the rest of her life and wilted away until all that remained of her was an echo sound. So Nemesis, the goddess of retribution and revenge, learned what had happened and decided to punish Narcissus for his behavior. She led him to a pool, and there he saw his own reflection in the water, and he fell in love with his own reflection. He didn't realize at the beginning that it was only a reflection. When he came to that realization and understood that his love could never materialize, he despaired and took his own life. That, in summary, is the Greek myth of Narcissus. Now, in the psychological world, much has been written today about the condition called narcissistic personality disorder. It takes its name from the Greek myth of narcissist, who, as we just heard, was completely self-absorbed, completely focused on himself. Now, psychologists, what would they say some traits of narcissistic personality disorder are? They would say, for example, the person is incapable of empathy. They are in need of constant praise. They have an exaggerated sense of self-importance, a sense of entitlement. They constantly demean others. In some, the narcissist is one who is totally absorbed within themselves, within their own world. So why do I bring up narcissists and narcissism? In the gospel, we hear about John the Baptist. And what is John doing? John the Baptist is pointing his followers to Jesus. Now remember, John, the gospel tells us, had a huge following. 
People were flocking to him from all over, going to him to be baptized. John the Baptist could have made it all about himself. He could have allowed all of the attention he was getting to really inflate his own ego, his own sense of self-importance. But look at what he does. He says, behold, the Lamb of God. He points people to Jesus Christ. He has no desire for attention. He has no desire to put himself at the center. He has no problem with fading into the background as Jesus comes on to the scene. His only desire is that people follow Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. John the Baptist was the opposite of a narcissist. And we call that a saint. Now, if we're honest with ourselves, we probably all have a little bit of narcissism in us. I know I do. We all have, I'm sure, a little bit. Many of us like attention. Maybe we want to be noticed. We want to feel a sense of importance. But as Christians, as disciples of the Lord, the question that this gospel, I believe, prompts us to ask is, am I pointing people to Jesus Christ? That's what John did. He used his platform, if you will, to point people to the Lord because he knew that Jesus was the long-expected Messiah. In his best-selling book, The Purpose Driven Life, Pastor Rick Warren begins the first chapter of the book with these words. It's not about you. I think that's one of the more important things for us to remember about our lives. It's not about you. It's not about me. Life is not primarily about me. God created us for service. As a Christian, my life has to be about pointing people to Jesus. Whatever gifts and talents we have, whatever personality traits that we possess that attract people to us, we have to use all of those things for one thing, to point people to Jesus as John the Baptist pointed people to the Lord. St. John the Baptist gives us his life motto, if you will, in John chapter 3, verse 3, John the Baptist says, he must increase, he being Jesus, he must increase, I must decrease. And in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, St. Paul says, It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. I think both of these sentiments really capture the essence of the Christian life. Dying to ourselves so that the life of Christ can increase in us. Dying to ourselves 
so that our whole lives point people to Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life.